what is up everyone today on the jackson street podcast we will be talking to parker danner and zach hansen i'm very excited for this episode they're some really close friends of mine i've known them for years uh we grew up together in indiana uh, in the region as uh the part of indiana that we grew up in is known and we will be talking about just some things from growing up together to uh, just some shenanigans and hilarity that ensued along the way. We're going to be sharing old stories. Uh, like I said, you know, this podcast is designed for me to talk to friends and have a chance to catch up and, you know, talk to them about some old stories and reminisce down memory lane. Uh, it is just, uh, it, I'm very excited because this episode is one of those that's going to be very near and dear to my heart with uh, some really good friends and I hope you enjoy. Uh, they are very funny guys. Uh, you know, Zach has been studying uh, broadcasting and uh, radio production down at uh, Ball State, I believe. He'll correct me once I'm once he's on. Uh, if that's wrong, he's great at that. Very smart guy. And then Parker Danner uh, just uh, graduated and does um, data security stuff. So I'm very excited for them to be on this podcast and i i'm very much looking forward to this episode uh please let us know if uh if you want to leave us a message or talk to us on social about it uh, i would be more than happy to do so so please keep that in mind and stay tuned the episode is coming up right now Hello. Hey, Parker, what's up? What's up, buddy? How are you? Pretty good, pretty good. Uh, we're just waiting on Zach. I just sent him the link. He should be coming in in the next couple of seconds. Hey, what's up? Oh, is this guy here? Oh, God. <laughs> Can you all hear me all right? Unfortunately. Perfectly. Wow, you're sounding crisp, my guy. What kind of mic you got? It's a uh, Audio-Technica... Two zero two zero, I think. Okay, way to be a fucking it's... nerd about it, but sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's literally just like a standard USB to XLR, like desktop microphone. Yeah, can you actually read me the serial number on it? Uh, do you want me to give you my social too? Actually, can you type in IP? Can you can you type in netstat on your command line and give me your IP address? <laughs> <laughs> you said, yeah. Can you dox yourself real quick? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, wait, hang on, let me get a pen. I'm <laughs> all this oh, wait, we're recording, who cares? Um, yeah, so Parker and I were just catching up on his uh, Magic the Gathering collection that oh. he had uh, put, and then we were talking a little bit about the episode that I released yesterday mm-hmm. uh, that we talked about uh, how there was like little little to do in the region and that's why one of the you know a couple months ago when i was in town and parker was in town while he was at school we were we went out to the bar grabbed a couple drinks with some people and then afterwards we were like all right what should we do and we were like let's go play magic the gathering because there's nothing really to do around here hell yeah Uh, but yeah parker was saying that there was more to do that uh he learned about yeah uh, i 
Really? Yeah. I, because definitely in that in that year I spent down in Southern Indiana, and mind you, I'm not in a, I'm not even in like Muncie or Lafayette, right? Like a college town, right? I was in, I I can swear, right? Oh, you say whatever you want. I was yeah. in bumfuck nowhere, and like that is the true epitome of I have nothing to do right now. No, for like, sure. Like I don't even have restaurants to go to, and the only bar in town looked like I was gonna get pricked with a heroin needle. <laughs> I went out to I went out with some guys to the bar once the whole time I was down there. I was like, I am never fucking stepping back in this place. <laughs> well, and and Zach, I mean, you you're in Muncie currently yeah. still, right? Yeah. Uh, so I mean, with growing up here and then moving to Muncie, I mean, you probably noticed that there was things that you were like, oh, we did actually have some things to do around there. I mean, again, you're in a college town, but. I mean, like the statement still stands, though, you know, especially like before I turned 21, it was very limited, you know, what you could do out here. Um, But no, it definitely. I, I know I've joked with like region friends before where like the region is kind of like this weird purgatory. It just kind of exists on its own, separated from reality. Um, and Muncie's like kind of similar. Uh, but th- there's definitely the one thing that sucks. And I know like you and Elise kind of talked about this in the last episode. But the one thing that sucks going from like the region to Muncie is like, the lack of places to eat. You oh. know? I, I, yeah, yeah. I, that's, I felt the same down at school. Yeah, I mean, like... my 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 weekly restaurant or go to was a I I drove forty minutes to get Chick Fil A once a week. Oh my god, I that that was the best like actual food. There was like one little Mexican restaurant that wasn't bad, but it was kind of expensive for what it was. So yeah, basically like that was my food was my two hour commute back and forth to get Chick Fil A. Man, I couldn't. That's... Yeah. When, I mean, when, I you, when you were as deprived of resources as I was when I was <laughs> down there, it, it, an hour is nothing. I love that you I, refer to Chick Fil A as resources. <laughs> it's sustenance. It's God's yeah. chicken. Um, yeah, it's God's chicken. You can like taste the homophobia in the chicken. <laughs> yeah, no, it makes it. Crispier. I think it makes it crispier. <laughs> no, one thing uh, I didn't realize, and one thing I really took for granted was, so you know, the restaurants or whatever. But having access to a, an actual grocery store, I didn't realize a good portion of rural America, or at least in the Midwest, does their grocery shopping at a Menards or a Walmart. Mm-hmm. No way. That's a legit thing. Yeah. I, I, that's where I did all my grocery shopping. Produce, what, meat, everything. I did it at Walmart because I didn't I have see, a grocery store near me. That's what I do out here. I mean, that's well, but what I mean, Wal- Walmart, I still consider... Like, they have a lot. Like, they'll sell you, like, a hunting rifle, and then you can go to the frozen section and pick out yeah. your cut of meat. But it is, like, I always, I don't know, I feel like the one by us, like, growing up was always both. So I always but it, it never had it a deli. Like a... It never had a deli, though. Like, you could never, like, I don't think you could buy steaks there. Right. right. I mean, yeah. you might you might have been able to buy them. I just don't know if you should trust them. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I ha- I had to for a year. Yeah, you you can actually get them in the parking lot. No, <laughs> I missed my the number one thing because I I cooked a lot down at school. I actually got like that. That was one of the things that kind of kept me sane was 
I'm just going to learn to cook as much, like, you know, I'm going to cook myself, like, some gourmet shit, like, and, uh, like, having access to, like, Rob's and Dyer, I, my, whenever I'd come home, my mom would go buy me a bunch of, like, good meats and, like, stuff from Rob's, and I was like, oh, thank God. Yeah. And pizza. We take pizza for granted. Mm Mm-hmm. Because we're just surrounded with good pizza. You go anywhere else, it's just, there's just no good pizza. Yeah, Papa John's is not a replacement for Rosati's. Really oh, oh, God, no. I've actually come to hate Papa John's. I think it's disgusting. Same, well, man. And that's like, uh, I don't know if you guys noticed this, because like, it's not like when you guys came down that one time, it's not like we really spent a whole lot of time here. Parker, you've probably seen this more having been to Muncie. But, like, before Papa John decided to, like, get all racist and whatnot. Yeah, uh, that was wild. It was just plastered all over the day everything. Of is near. <laughs> that is such a haunting interview. Um, but, no, like, it, it was crazy because, like, everything at Ball State had, like, Papa John's branding and everything surrounding it. And it's like Papa John's is, like, absolutely the worst pizza it's so bad. No, it's not good. I think Domino's well, is better. And Domino's oh, is like half the price. Hundred percent. I was gonna ask if you guys like would what would you rank Domino's as in that? No, but yeah, I guess ter- Domino's in, would in be better. In terms of like fast yeah. food pizza, I think Domino's is on top right now. Well, which one has the garlic? Do they both have the garlic butter sauce? I think that's a Papa John's thing, but I'm not willing. Like, the garlic butter can only take you so far. Yeah. And like to be frank, I never was a huge fan of Papa John's garlic butter. Uh, ah. You've you've been wrong for what like fourteen oh. years. <laughs> You're like my name is actually Frank. Yeah, That's has awesome. been this whole time. But yeah, I definitely, I don't know what it is. I think well, I mean, if you add butter to anything, I'll eat it. I promise you that. That's something I've lived my entire life by. You ever had and fried I, butter? I I will die my life. I, I will die by those words as well. Because trial it's by like, butter. Trial by butter. Yeah. I'll, Isn't that I'll just think. life in the Midwest? Trial by yeah. butter. <laughs> now, have you yeah. ever had fried butter? Uh, no. Like literally, it's a it's a tab of butter that someone deep fried. No. I God. took a bite out of a corner of one at a. I think it was like it, this is a Midwest. Show. I think it was the Blueberry Festival in Michigan. Nice. And I I came so close to vomiting just from that one little bite. Well, yeah, it's straight up butter. Butter enhances flavor, I feel like. It makes it a little bit more rich. You're deep frying the thing that you fry other things in. <laughs> right. Yes, the issue there. I mean, They're... it can't just be butter. <laughs> They're really just cutting out the middleman. They said, who needs an object to fry when yeah. we can fry the frying stuff itself? <laughs> no, so uh, I, I, I was going to say, well, I know you really wanted to talk about like life in the Midwest. So like, where, where, do, where do you want us to go? Because I think um, our perspective is really interesting because we live in such, I think Zach kind of touched on this earlier, is that the area of Indiana we live in is such an isolated little pocket from the rest of Indiana. Oh, it is. Like, we don't, we don't, isolated. I, I don't, I, I'm, I'm, I'm willing to bet you, you two agree with me that I don't really identify with the state of Indiana too much. I think we all more identify with the with Chicago land. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, and that that goes hand in hand with the pizza discussion is we were pretty, we're pretty spoiled in the sense that we lived so close to Chicago and like 
like we have Chicago TV, we get Chicago advertising, we get all of that because we're so close, yet we're so far, uh, we're so far, we're like far enough away to where Chicago's like, we don't want to like be a part of it. Like, like you're not really a part of us, but yeah. at the same time, like Indiana's like, you're not really a part of us either. <laughs> Yeah, because we're so like almost. Uh, we're the we're the ugly duckling. No one wants us. Yeah, we are. <laughs> we're we're the black sheep of Indiana, right. pretty much. I say it's literally well, the blue like, sheep if you look at the political map. <laughs> right. Uh, all of Indiana is like to the region. The rest of Indiana is like, no, you're you're too Chicago, and then Chicago is like, you're literally not even Chicago. <laughs> so, yeah, like you're not Chicago enough. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I legit his... told the kid down from where I was that I live that I, uh, I came from Gary, and he had the most horrified look on his face. <laughs> yeah, I've I've told people like my my roommate in Chicago will tell people that I'm from Gary when I say I'm I like grew up in Indiana. Like I'll tell people that, and they'll be like, "Oh, you're like," because like for some reason my roommate from Wisconsin won't even accept the fact that I'm like I grew up in like Chicago area. Because I mean, I'm like, well, I grew up in more Chicago area than that guy. Well, yeah. He, like he's like from rural Wisconsin and I'm from like pretty much Chicagoland, Indiana that, uh, but he, he'll always tell people, Oh, it's Gary. And I'm like, and then you see the people that you tell that to, you see their face. Like, even like I've told people on the South side, like that I'm from Gary. Why well, haven't, but he has, and I've seen their face and they're like, fuck. I mean, it, in all honesty, I mean, it, right now, if I were to get in my car, Gary's a 15, not even 15 minutes away from me. Yeah. Get, yeah, from where Hanson, from where Zach and I lived, it's very close. I had a lot of friends and uh, a lot of acquaintances, I'll say, that lived in Gary. <laughs> yeah. It, um, is, it, it is always I, funny. I remember when I started here at Ball State. You know, you do the icebreakers on your first day of class for like what seems like three weeks. Um, and, you know, it's always like, where are you from? And I'm like, oh, from northwestern Indiana. I kind of talk about the, the area I'm from. And like everybody just associates that entire area with either Chicago, Gary or East Chicago. So they're like, oh, dude, you, you know, grew up in some crazy place. And I was like, I literally grew up in suburbia. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and it's like like the first time I did stand up after the world started to open back up, mm-hmm. I opened with that. I was like, like you look at me. I was like, I came from white picket fences, guys. Like, I don't walk with enough street cred to say anything other than that. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, if you ask any of my friends, like they will tell you I came from Gary. But if you take one look at me, you will know for a fact I did not. Yeah. Like, like I don't like, like I'm not like. I feel like I don't walk with that kind of like stature that I like grew up and I was like, you know what I mean? Cause there's that battle hardened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like that battle hardened. Like you've seen shit, you've seen life at its hardest and mm-hmm. you're like ready to walk the like fire, like through the fire and stuff. And I'm like, through the fire and the flames. Yeah. It's like, but with St. John, it's like, Oh, you're ready to go to college. The worst thing that <laughs> happened was uh, Maddie's mom stealing the nativity scenes. 
Oh my god, I forgot about that. I forgot about no, that was I thought that was Beth Ann. Yeah, I was pretty sure that was Beth Ann. Oh, was it Beth Ann? She was with Maddie's mom, and that's funny. Yeah. Yeah, it was like her, Maddie's mom, and Claire's mom. That was a bunch group... of drunk white women running around stealing very expensive <laughs> nativity scenes. That whole group when we were in high school was worse than we were when we were in high school. <laughs> like well, that's that's why we always got away with doing things at Dylan's house. Yeah, true. And your house. <laughs> well, my house too, but like my my mom really didn't like hang with them because she was too busy making sure we weren't burning the house down. That's or, true. Which she did she a was... great job of. Might yeah, I we say. never burned the house down once. No. Come close. A couple Maybe times, put some but... nicks and scratches in it. Yeah, I mean, burning Brett on the other hand, that probably happened a few times. But... Yeah, that that's always that was always fun. <laughs> I he had he was very uh like he always wanted us to he was always like we should light my ass hair on fire. You know, but Brett Brett lived literally to the to the term a man is driven by this by the fire in his pants. <laughs> like like to yeah. the most literal extent of that. Oh yeah. Well, he, he had I don't know what it was. Like, I mean, he had a very hairy ass and he would let us, he would let us hold a flame right up to his asshole pretty much. Uh, But he like, yeah, it was, it was crazy. And it's like, we probably had someone hairier. Like, like Dylan was pretty hairy too. He was, but he wouldn't, uh, he was always like, no. Dylan didn't have, Dylan didn't have the, the, the the bravery the courage that the was chutzpah. <laughs> the chutzpah the chutzpah uh yeah that's uh that's perfect he uh yeah but yeah Brett was Brett was definitely interesting uh growing up with him he was well and I mean everything was with him than either of us yeah but I mean it was like he lives around the corner from me it was like you guys yeah are true. with each other yeah like. That's why uh, I was going to mention earlier. Uh, my my freshman year roommate, when I was living in the dorms, where you know, first like week or two of like living with each other, just talking about where we're from, where we grew up, and I mentioned the region, which he had no idea what that was. He was from like some small farm town somewhere in Indiana, and I, like I mentioned the proximity to Gary, and he just had this view that I like grew up on the street. And I was like, no, like the closest thing to growing up on the street was like Parker and I going biking in the afternoon in like fourth grade. That Uh, was some hardcore shit, dude. Honestly. (laughs) Taking our, riding our longboards to Shoops and getting coconut cream pie at 2 p.m. on a Saturday. That's gang shit. Yeah. (laughs) You're like, we almost got tattoos. (laughs) Tattoos that say, tattoos that say live, laugh, love. Yeah, old I, old old Greta was giving me a stink eye at the Cold Stone one night. Zach had to take me away, or else I would have fucking put her in her grave. Oh my god! <laughs> I always joke around with like the. I don't like it, Greta. I fucking love it. <laughs> I mean, fuck Cold Stone with their dumbass sizes. Yeah. <laughs> don't make so, me say that shit. Wasn't it? Yeah, dude. It's like, what size do you want? You're like, uh, you like look around. No one's gonna like judge you. You're like making sure no one's looking. You're like, I love it. I, I, I love it. I gotta have it. 
I just like, gotta have it, man. Well, isn't that the like biggest size? Like, yeah, I gotta have it. Yeah, for the true lardos. And the only reason I like remember that because I'm lactose intolerant. I don't go to Cold Stone that often. It's like a once in a long while I'll go. Um, but it's it's that Aziz Ansari bit that he does about like Cold Stone, and because of like his energy when he tells that that joke. I mean, I like can anytime I think of Cold Stone. Oh, does he sizes, have a bit on that? He does. He's like, oh, yeah, God damn it. where he talks about he's All like, right, he, he's like, I like it. <laughs> I love it. He's like, and I gotta have it. He's like, but it's uh, yeah, it's crazy. I mean, but that's like what I hear every time. Like, I can't hear it in anyone else's voice. <laughs> I have to hear it in Aziz's. Uh, imagine being the person that like came up with that in a board meeting and everybody was like yeah we want to make our customers say some dumb shit like <laughs> they're like, like and and then every I, time then I, then I, I gotta look at the 16 year old asking me behind the counter is like bro is your 725 really worth it yeah you fucking stand here and say this shit to you he's like, like and every time they tip them we gotta sing something <laughs> It's like it's like Starbucks. Nobody actually knows what the sizes are. They just say a word and hope for the best. Like they're like, well, "What size do you want?" And I'm like, uh, "Venti, whatever that could be." Well, and it's crazy because venti means twenty, which makes sense because it's a twenty ounce. Exactly, because I want twenty cup. of them. That's what I'm telling them. Yeah, I want I twenty want... individual ounces. Give drinks. me, give me twenty I... drinks for eight dollars. <laughs> They give me one 20 ounce drink for eight dollars. I'm pissed. Yeah. Now. So this was not the deal. <laughs> I I could have swear we had a whole different arrangement. Um but it was yeah, I mean it's insane because grande means large and that's literally not what that is, and tall yeah. doesn't mean anything. It's like if I'm ordering a tall, I want a tall drink, and then they give me the shortest drink imaginable. And I'm like, that's counterintuitive. It really is. They should just call it a small. Yeah, I'm going to have to phone up like Mr. Starbucks and be like, yo, dude, <laughs> fix your shit. You're like, Mr. Starbucks. Greg, can I call you Greg? <laughs> Good old <laughs> Gregory Starbucks. <laughs> I just, I don't know why they chose Korean as the language to name their drink sizes off of. It just blows my mind. <laughs> All right. Oh I don't God. know. <laughs> I don't <laughs> I, I don't know if it's which dialect of Korean they use, but it's yeah. none of the ones that I'm familiar with. Yeah. Uh, which actually, the last time I saw Parker in person, we were at a Korean barbecue. Oh, I love it. It's so fucking good. Have you been to Korean barbecue yet, Zach? No. Oh, next time you're up in the region, please let me know. I'm taking you out for some K barbecue. Bro, have, have, have you ever have you ever have you ever tried soju before? I don't know what that means, so I'm going to say Soju no. is a Korean... It's actually, fun fact, it's the... Oh, shoot, what's the term for it? Highest grossing... It's the most sold alcohol in the world, which is crazy, because really? you'd think, like, beer or, like, maybe even vodka would be. Yeah. Well, Soju, technically, it's a Korean vodka drink, but it's basically a really easy-to-drink... I don't want to say wine cooler because that's disrespectful to the like because soju is like a historical drink. So I'm not going to say mm -hmm. that, but it it's if you get a flavored one, it's like 16. It can be like 13 to 16 percent alcohol, fruity, fruity vodka drink that you can down in seconds. And that, uh, that sounds dangerous. It is it's very so dangerous. dangerous. I mean, so. Jack and I, because you, you we each got a bottle and by the end of it, we were like, "Ooh, baby. 
which the lady looked kind of surprised. Like she sounded concerned when <laughs> he ordered a bottle. And then I was like, yeah, I'll do the same thing. And she's like, you want two bottles? Like that was the tone she used to oh, ask. The, the, the first time I went there, it was me, uh, my girlfriend, Emily. And then we went with another couple on uh, the, uh, the guy Eddie we were with oh, him yeah. and I we both got one we we went through one bottle before we got our food and then we ordered another one and the waitress looked very concerned needless to say Emily drove us all home after that but well it's it is it's difficult to drive after you drink a bottle of soju I will go on yeah. the record <laughs> so who would have thought <laughs> that drinking an entire bottle of like Korean vodka would get you fucked up enough to not be able to drive. You know, and, and when we say bottle, it's not, you know, like a fifth. It's 375 milliliters, so. It's like 375 fifths, you know. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's like a gallon. It's like, you ever buy a <laughs> gallon of water from the Oh, store? actually, speaking of alcoholism, can I can I tell a funny story from my short stint of working at a liquor store? Nothing go says funny like alcoholism. I say go for it. All right, well, I... <laughs> I apologize. I didn't mean for that to sound okay, my bad, but this is, you will laugh at this one. So I worked at a liquor store, uh, right in the, like, like, uh, apex of the pandemic of lockdown. Right. Mm-hmm. And during this time, everything we were doing was, uh, the store was closed to people walking in. So we would stand outside and we would, people would drive their cars up and it was curbside. It was curbside service for, you know, your alcohol, which I'm sure to other people was like, Oh, this is fucking great. But to me, it was hell. Um, but, uh, we had this one gentleman who, uh, was a regular, I'd see him about once a month who would come in. This guy was like maybe five, four, you know, short, like military buzz cut ripped. I mean, just fucking a log of muscle pull up in this giant truck. And he would order two cases of whipped cream smeared off vodka. Wow. Two cases, mind you. Now, I don't know. Maybe this guy owned a bar or something. or I, I don't know. But it seems weird that you would only be getting whipped cream vodka, right? I mean, maybe yeah. you're just really into it. He's like, I take baths in it. I 20, ba- that's a bath bomb, the vodka. To, and the... For, for those who are unaware, that's 24 bottles of Smirnoff whipped cream. I mean, it sounds like a good weekend. A month. That sounds like a terrible weekend. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, the second time I saw the guy, I had to ask him, I was like, how are you, this 50 year old man? And I, I'm not, I'm not trying to, I'm not drink shaming or whatever. It was like, how are you consuming this much whipped cream vodka? I didn't say it like that, but it's essentially what I said. I was like, how are you drinking this? He was like, Oh, just on ice. Oh my God. I like that you said drink shaming like it's as bad as like kink shaming. <laughs> no, because no, I fucking hate that. Like if you go out to a bar with someone and like I want to, you know, I maybe I want a margarita or a Mai Tai. Someone's like, oh, you're not getting whiskey? It's like, fuck you, dude. I'm getting my Mai Tai. Yeah, right. But... No, I. <laughs> fuck I, you, I noticed... old Western man who's for some yeah. reason questioning fuck me. Fuck you, Clint Eastwood. <laughs> After I had an ulcer, I really did like more of the like drinks where you can't taste alcohol like i'll go to a bar and i'll be like this drink's delicious i have no qualms ordering it and it took me a while to get to that point like especially 
even at um, Starbucks, I'm not fully at that point where I'll go and I'll order through the app so I don't have to ask for a pink drink out loud. <laughs> but those pink drinks, they hit different. They are delicious. And I will uh, drink every them worker all there the time. hates you. Oh, probably. But the they're, pink they're, drink is yeah, delicious. Probably, I, I know they're one of the more annoying beverages to make. Yeah, well, who cares? I don't care. I order through the app. They don't even know what it looks like. Maybe <laughs> I wear a mask all the time, so it doesn't even matter. Uh, <laughs> speaking of of drinks and and Parker, uh, oh no, Parker, do you remember on? I think it was like for your twenty first when we went out to Chicago. Yeah, uh, with that limo. Yeah. There's a specific moment that is just like so classic you. That it is just burned into my memory. I don't even know what you're talking about. We're we're getting ready. I think we were like getting ready to like leave. No, we're getting ready to go to that last bar that ended up being closed. Um, but we're in oh, the limo. Goose Island. Yeah. The Goose oh Island yeah. Uh, so we're like we're all Jack. I don't know if you remember this, but uh, we're we're sitting in the limo and like the radio's on, and Footloose starts playing, and. You know, people are singing along, whatever. And, you know, the line is loose foot loose, kick off your Sunday shoes. And uh, Parker sings to my ear, uh, loose foot loose, bum bum ba bum bum shoes. And so <laughs> I I made a point. I, I made a point to let everybody know that that was the line that you had just sang to me was bum bum ba bum bum shoes. And then you had the audacity to correct me and say, no, I said bum bum babunga shoes. And I was like, oh, <laughs> that makes a difference. <laughs> <laughs> bum bum babunga shoes is a very Parker statement, though. Bro, Parker is the kind of person to get the words to like the national anthem wrong while we're singing it at an event. And everybody's just like, yeah, all right. <laughs> I fucked like, it up so many times, dude. Uh, I fucked it up so many. I don't even care. I just I just remember like choir with you, you never knew what song you were gonna get. Because <laughs> the <laughs> lyrics were always slightly different. But lyrics are subject art is subjective, okay. <laughs> Valid Not point. A performer. Valid point. Well, and back when Parker and I were working together. It was always shenanigans in the office, like I, constantly. I I still hold the record at uh at Jackson's company for the first. Uh, I don't know how you want to describe it. Yeah, first me either. Oh. HR complaint, and that it sounds like the, bad. It does. But... It sounds super bad. It, it was really funny at the time, and it kind of spiraled into something bad. Um. And it was, in hindsight, we can all laugh at it now. We can. And um, it's actually, like, don't get me wrong, in a workplace setting, it's probably oh, it's really fucked up. It's really fucked up thing to say. But, like, <laughs> what happened? It was, he wrote something on the whiteboard. And I was like, that's funny. But we got to erase that before we leave. And we didn't. And then the coworkers came into the office the next day to see that. And I... And I... And it happened to be a female coworker. (laughs) Why would you do that? And it was (laughs) was after a work event. We had some drinks in us. (laughs) We did more than others. (laughs) And it was 
Yeah, I, I know it. It was if a you female. It was uh, yeah. It was a female coworker, and she saw it and she made the complaint, and, and we were like, I was like, fuck. Like, I mean, I didn't get written up, but like, yeah, that was the first it, time your dad ever like actually talked to me in a really stern. He wasn't. He wasn't mad. I, I think may, he maybe he was mad at the time, but he seemed he, he wasn't screaming or he wasn't yelling or chewing me out. But that was the fir- one of the first times I was like, "Oh, I fucked up." Yeah, and, and, and you know what? Actually, I really t- I, I I actually do look back on that as like a uh, like a personal growth, I guess, or like life. You know, like that was a maturing moment for me. For those who are unaware, the quote was from I don't remember the name of the song, but it's from a very infamous band within my friend group that is hot dog shit the band's name is attila oh, i think no. zach knows where i'm going with this yeah yeah and the exact quote the exact quote was put your lips on this dick so you can taste success yeah and the reason it's funny is because the co-worker that walked into that who saw it she would her one of her morning rituals she would write a, a uh, an inspirational quote on the whiteboard <laughs> you know, I wanted to read the morning. So in my mind, I was doing her a favor and I beat her to it. Uh yeah, that was that was I think the issue is that there was <laughs> well and a lot of like the a lot of the people who worked there were like female coworkers and then like the production team was me, Parker, and Alex. See, I don't see why you have to look at it as a like. Why do you have to classify it as gender? Are we all because people? they don't have dicks, and they wouldn't have written that. <laughs> <laughs> and the fact that a guy wrote it, like if if I feel like if a girl wrote it, we would be like, oh, like still bad, still bad, but like funny because she doesn't actually have a dick to write that. You know what I mean? But like. When you when when one of I us like would have wrote it, right now. I'm not being sexist. I'm trying to be. <laughs> I I feel like I feel like one of the key uh, one of the key differences too, and hear me out on this, is that you signed your name to it. <laughs> I just, That's another thing. What part of that? What part of that was like? You know, it would be a really good idea. <laughs> like, well, the, the see in my eyes, the biggest the biggest. Uh, crime of that is that it's plagiarism that's not my quote <laughs> and I, that's what i'm most ashamed of you know what this is making me think of is when we were in ap us history and you used to write historical quotes <laughs> on the board <laughs> i.e this play sucks attributed to abraham lincoln yeah I, I can't see shit attributed to helen keller like <laughs> i bet you said that <laughs> Well, maybe signed it, but you get yeah, the picture. In so many words. <laughs> you get the picture because she yeah. sure didn't. I, I, I can't I can't just the amount of stuff that like we all got away with in high school is kind of ridiculous. You oh, know, I, definitely. I, I, I like because I you know, I, I had a lot of or we, we we had a lot of friends who weren't the the best characters to hang around with, you know, mm-hmm. troublemakers and whatnot. Yeah. And I think a big part of it is just like like your relationship with the teachers, right? Yeah. Like I had I, I can't think besides even me even Mrs. Mammon, freshman year English class, I called her Hitler to her face in front <laughs> of the whole class and nothing. I got I, there was no punishment for it. And I, I think it's just like, you know, not being a, a dick to your teachers, right? Like, I will, I will never forget 
my freshman year, speaking of like English teachers, my freshman year English teacher, he like wrote letters to students on like the la- like the last like week of class or whatever. Cause I think that might've been his last year. Um, but you know, a lot of the letters were like, you'll do great. You know, you can do it. Uh, but I remember mine, he was like, you are one of the most talented bullshitters I've ever met. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that holds up. I did a whole, I did a whole project one time. no that's fine keep coughing it's it's totally cool Um, it's not like we're recording this for a bunch of people to listen to yeah like come on dude next thing (laughs) you know you're going to be writing inappropriate quotes on whiteboards like um (laughs) but uh there he goes again oh my god um but uh die quieter we're trying to record a podcast we're having a conversation here man sorry Uh, i forgot how to drink water (laughs) I'm still um, learning that one. But I remember I did this I did this project where like one of the explicit directions was like if you're going to print out pictures, they have to be in color. It was for like uh it was for to kill a mockingbird, I think. <laughs> um and naturally I didn't do the project until like the morning of. Why would you? And uh, we didn't have a color printer. Uh we had a black well, and white printer. But the like, movie is in black and white. You should have made that argument. No, see, you're you're close to what I, I did. <laughs> I I printed out black and white pictures, and uh, you know I had this like just shitty. I mean, it looked so bad. Project on this like piece of like whiteboard paper that wasn't even flattened out. Like it was still kind of curled up from when it had been rolled up into a tube. And uh, I had the black and white pictures, and I remember Mr. Lawson being like you know the first bullet point on the rubric was no black and white pictures. And I was like, ah, I did it to represent racism and then went on a whole thing about it. Uh, Oh, that's good. And I got a B. He knew I was pulling it out of my ass, but I did it well, and that's what matters. That's that's similar to my uh, sophomore year. Well, no, sophomore year would have been where's all oh but where's all i had a presentation on hiroshima and i spelled his name wrong on the presentation deck and he was like and like that was his first note like he interrupted it and was like you're you spelled my name wrong and i said i did that on purpose to make sure you were paying attention oh my god and he laughed and so did the rest of the class. And then we went on with it. There were tons of things that we got away with. Like I did, I did a, a French oral presentation. And I just should preface this with I never spoke French ever. Not even when I was taking the class. Um, and I, I, I could barely understand it. So like Brett's in the back of the room, like mouthing it to me. But I don't understand French. It could be anything. <laughs> and I'm sitting there going... Like, like I got up and got to the front of the class and went, shit. And then I said, pardon my French. And then I started oh my after God. the class laughed because I was like, oh, once they laugh, like anything can happen. Like I could fail this project, but at least they laughed. Yeah. And the teacher laughed and said, that was creative. Keep working on your French. And I got like a <laughs> B or a C on it. But either way, like that. And then when we, junior year, when we had to read, um, what was the book? The Le Petit Prince. Oh, no, you guys must have been in, like, an advanced English. 
I was uh hey, that's was, some advanced French. We weren't even speaking French, it was English. I was um, <laughs> <laughs> no uh my junior year English class I had to um read uh Juna B. Jones. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, was, I was in a really re- I was in a really remedial class for English. Uh, I couldn't speak full sentences until I was 18. <laughs> now I have a podcast. Look at the strides we're making. Yeah, wow. Huge stuff. Um, yeah, but we uh, I've only been speaking for like four or five years at this point. Uh, we no, we had to read Animal Farm. Oh and yeah. That, I didn't. And I would spark notes the books, and she was like, don't do it. And I was like, I won't. And then I did. And I wrote the whole paper on the fact that I spark note the book and like read a couple chapters here and there. And she said, you know what? None of this happened in the book. I don't know where you got this from, but it was very interesting to read. And it was, <laughs> it was very entertaining. And, you know, so I got like a, like a, B or a C on it and I remember that and I went back and I was giving passes for the classes I was like running passes for the school and I walk in and I handed them one for uh, like someone in that class and I was like oh you guys are reading Animal Farm and I was like everyone read the book (laughs) read it I was like because I didn't and I looked at her I was like did you know I didn't and she was like oh I knew and I was like see she'll know She'll know when you don't read it. And then I left. So they were probably like, who was that guy from the future? <laughs> <laughs> Some mysterious but, traveler. My, uh, uh, but, my sophomore year in English, sophomore junior year, I can't remember. It was like my last year in advanced English because that's when I realized I was like, yeah, this is not for me. Uh, There's this book that we were supposed to read over the summer of like four books, which like I don't have the attention span for that, especially during the summer. Not at um, all. It's called. It's like no crystal. Crystal caves. Crystal caverns. Yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. And I, I didn't read it, and I was really hoping because I knew this was going to be a test. I was really hoping it would be like an essay test, so I could just make something up. But it was multiple choice, which I was like, okay, I can probably still pull that off. And it was the probably the worst second day of class I've ever had, because like the first day of class we took the test, and the second day I remember our our teacher. She was like, now, I don't know what happened. She's like, but one of you scored the lowest on a test of any student of any class that I've ever taught. And I just knew in my heart of hearts that it was me. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And and she like she couldn't have made it more obvious that it was me because she hands everybody back to Scantron and then she like tries to really sneakily hand me mine upside down while like the whole class is looking in my direction. And I was like, yeah, I did it. I got the 18%. Like 18. That's impressive. It it was honestly, I I remember talking to uh, Parker. You'll know these guys. I was talking to Kyle Holman and Kevin O'Donnell uh, afterwards. And I remember Kevin was like, honestly, it's more impressive to me that you managed to almost miss every single question. <laughs> and I was like, because yeah. at that point, like statistically, you should have at least gotten a 25%. Yeah. It's like, I'm an anomaly. That gives me some source of pride. I'm unique. Uh, but after that yeah. class, I was like, yeah, I'm just going, uh, I'm doing normal English from here on out because I can put in the bare minimum and still ace it. 
I, I had a class where the teacher thought that I was choosing the wrong answers to get kicked out of the class because I made it very clear I didn't want to be there. Um, like I was like, I would like to switch out of this. It was ICAM. I was doing, indif- oh. it was like, so you're doing it all on your own. First yeah. of all, no one should let like a 15 year old teach himself chemistry. Like that's dangerous already. And then you're like, they were like, okay, go home, take notes. And then we'll ask your questions in class. I was like, dude, I don't even know what to ask questions on. Like, I don't know any of this stuff. Like, I'm just going to roll with it. Like I'm right. And then I would like go and like nothing was making sense in the class. And then I would like, I actually had really bad anxiety during that point at, in school. I was like going home all the time. Cause I was like, nah, I'm not fucking going to this class. And then when I would show up, I would have to make sit in a room by myself and make up quizzes. Mm-hmm. And I was like getting like, like 12%. Like they'd be like, you only got your name right. <laughs> and like, that was questionable. <laughs> like, like we can't tell if that's an I or an E. <laughs> I was like, you're right. Yeah. I mean, me either. Um, and then they would be like, like one, one point he pulled me aside. He's like, Jackson, this is insane. You have a 35% in the class. Like, like you could get 25s on all of your work and get better than it. He's like, it's impressive that you've gotten your score in that, like overall for the semester that low that I've never seen anyone do that before. And he's like, are you doing this on purpose? I was like, no, I don't know what's happening at all. Anytime I walk through that door, I don't, I'm just constantly confused in a state of confusion until I leave this classroom. And then I'm like, oh, right. I like some shit makes sense now. But like that was like, I was just like overwhelmed. And I was like, I don't want to be here. I was like, it was just like terrible. And I literally got a 35% in the entire class. I ended up failing the class because they wouldn't let me switch. They're like, no, it's too late. I was like, so you like, let me fail. Then like, let me switch out. And they were like, yeah. And I was like, all right, well, as long as you guys, no as long as we're on the same page, I guess that's cool. No child uh, left behind. Right. It was definitely the opposite of that. They were like, this one, they had no child left behind, but this one we're going to have to leave behind. He's too stupid. So we'll, we'll uh, make an exception for that one. Yeah. Mm. One child left behind. We're changing the name of the whole program to one child left behind, but it was for a good cause. We could, he was weighing the rest of us down. A greater um, good. Greater good. It was for the greater good. Uh, but yeah, that was crazy. Um, and he was really cool about it. Like I still like I'm friends with him on Facebook, the teacher. Uh, he was a really nice guy, uh, Mr. Smith. Uh, and he like has a good program going. Like ICAM is not for me, though. That's what I figured that out. Uh, and I did great in chemistry when a teacher taught me. I did great. I got like a beer. Like I got a B the first time and A the second time. And I was like. Like, like my second semester, I got a B in a normal class. But again, I was like, I was like one of the smartest kids in that class when I switched out because it was like remedial chemistry. And it was like, well, it was like normal chemistry. It wasn't remedial. But like I was with like jocks and stuff. And I was yeah. like, actually, this shit makes sense now. And like that was after missing a whole first semester. Jackson, so, do, you, do you remember our, our geometry class? Our geometry class was one of my favorites it was chaos it was pure chaos and i wouldn't have it any other way like i remember the sheer look 
of disappointment on our teacher's face. The one Every time, morning. well, yeah, oh. <laughs> <laughs> she saw she saw one of us walk into class and was like, "Oh shit!" Like they're still here. Uh, but I remember there's a time where like each of us had only done half the homework, but we yeah. each did opposite halves. Yeah, and we tried really hard to convince her, like, "Hey, this should count as like one whole assignment for both of us." And she was like, "That is." quite literally not how homework works <laughs> like, i was like oh. i did have he did have like i don't see the issue here just so much shit in that class well and she like i remember because what we would do is we'd do like i do have the assignment he do have the assignment and then we'd trade and we would try and but like the issue with trading is it was like a front and back yeah on a piece of paper so you're like okay uh you gotta like we would both have to have both of the pieces of paper at one point in order to do that and it was very difficult to do within the five minutes they gave us to like for passing period and i was like listen five minutes isn't long enough and they're like yeah it is to get from one end of the school to the other it takes five minutes i'd be like okay yeah but to copy homework in addition to that yeah it's like you're that's not a full you're not factoring in minutes. the most important part right like i don't give a shit about the travel time that should just be included mm-hmm. like i need the copying homework time honestly i think that's one of the biggest I think that's one of the biggest reasons I still support um, uh, learning cursive in high school. Because there's no way I could have copied that much homework if I had to write and print that fast. Yeah. Now, I learned I learned cursive from copying Zach's homework. <laughs> she has the perfect, like, real tight cursive. And I really like mine is, yeah. mine is absolute dog shit. The, the best. Illegible. The most apt description of my handwriting I ever got was when I took AP microeconomics, which first off, why I decided to take why I decided to take that class knowing I hardly passed geometry, who knows? Um, but I remember Joe Boffia, the teacher, just like in front of the class, because he would just say shit and and get away with it. Uh, he was like, Man your handwriting is so nice. It's like the declaration of independence. I love looking at it, but I have no idea what the hell it says. And I was like, yeah, (laughs) that's pretty spot on. Well, and you know, fast forward to when after high school, Parker was, we Parker and I were working together and it was like around the holidays. uh, And, you know, we were trying to hang out with our buddy, Zach and you know zach you were down at muncie at the time oh oh yeah 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 and that was technically my first time in muncie uh well not oh yeah you and i had just gotten off work and we were like fuck it let's go get zach we got off work we kind of cut out like an hour early and it was like 4 p.m and we had nothing to do we, we were, were like, gone. yeah, we were just doing stuff to do things at that point. We were like, oh, I guess I'll reformat this entire spreadsheet. And then he was like, what if we just go get Zach right now? And I was like, in Muncie? And he was like, yeah. He's like, he's supposed to come home like in two days, but we could go get him now. He's got no more that, classes. That was the only reason holding him. No, it was that because uh, his mom wasn't free to go get him. So I was like, fuck it, we'll do it. Yeah, I, was yes. say, I, I remember... I so I had like finished up my finals for that semester, and I remembered I was gonna essentially just have two days of of downtime, just jacking off time. Y- you know, 
Um, that's that's what downtime is. And yeah. uh, I remember you texted me, Parker, and you essentially were like, hey, what are you doing right now? And I was like, I'm just sitting in my dorm room. And you essentially were like, all right, I'll be there in 20 minutes. And I was like, wait, hold up, what? <laughs> You're like four hours away. <laughs> yeah, that was that was wild. And we were driving. And also, I was in Muncie this past weekend, and I will say that we didn't go the ex- I, we did not go I did not go the way that we went that time. I don't I know don't... what route we took down there to go. It was the most ass backwards, yeah, bum fuck, yeah. brain dead, inbred fucking way of getting to Muncie. Bro, welcome it was to so pain. Welcome to traveling in Indiana. I, uh, there... I'm, a, I'm fucking aware of it now. Every like time, I remember, <laughs> every time I've driven home, it's always a slightly different route, and I don't know why. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you like, I I did sixty five. I think it's because uh, we're letting the machines control us. We're letting the machines. We're letting them goddamn robots tell us where to go. I I, I did sixty five to four sixty five, and then sixty nine. Which is hilarious. Yeah. It's just hilarious. <laughs> That's just your, your gentle reminder that this is comedy. This is yeah. a comedy podcast. Wake up, people. Um, <laughs> sheeple. <laughs> yeah, gentle reminder. You should be laughing right now. And if you're not, start this episode over. Yeah. Um, but they Start it uh, over after taking an ounce of Valium. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, do In that. Do what he said. Oh, my God. <laughs> um. They, uh, but yeah, this the time we went down to go extract Zach from Muncie, we literally drove down, which felt like forever. And it was because it was it like immediately got dark out, and we were driving, and it was we were on 65, tons of construction, and all of a sudden it was like, take this exit, and we're like, where? And it was like this cornfield, and <laughs> like this, it was we literally. It was a children of the corn. It was. And and we drove down this dirt road for an hour. That was like, you got off of 65 and then you immediately, as soon as you hit the dirt, you had to take like a sharp left. And I was like, what just happened? Like, it was like, like back and forth. I know exactly which turn you're talking about too. And then there was, like, nothing. And then all of a sudden, this gas station opened up, which was great because we had been just chugging uh, coffee and vaping. And the windows were down because we had Parker's mom's car. And (laughs) he was like, we can't vape in here at all. And so we had to roll the windows down going 80 miles an hour. And it's like, you you know. and, and at one point we were like, I was like blowing it out the window and I'm like, at some point we should probably just quit, you know, like, like it's not even worth it. In life, you have to make sacrifices. And that was one of the big ones we made. And yeah. then we finally get to this, <laughs> we finally get to this rest stop, this like little gas station. I think it was at Casey's and we stop in, got snacks drinks and went to the bathroom and i go in the guy's bathroom and the the only other options the girl's bathroom and parker's like there's no one else here like and you can see for like a mile in each direction you're like no one's coming 
and Parker goes in the women's bathroom and all of a sudden I'm done. I'm sitting there at a table in the little cafe area and this lady, I watch her walk up and knock on the women's restroom door <laughs> and it's like, occupied. And like, I was like, okay, you know, she's like standing there and all of a sudden Parker walks out. <laughs> okay. And that, okay. that lady's okay. face was insane. In my defense. We were in the middle of nowhere, like Jackson said. We were like chugging coffee and shit. I, I damn near caused a war crime in that bathroom. <laughs> there, there, there was no time for debate. There was no ra- the, the, I, I, I was purely in fight or flight instinct mode. Like, it's either the floor, my pants, or the women's restroom, and I'm taking the women's restroom. <laughs> so sorry, Bertha. Sorry, well, your eight p.m. Casey's bathroom visit was slightly dissatisfactory to you but it could have been the entrance so man i've got real quick before we continue and i I think i think most people would do that if they were in my situation oh i i have no doubt about that so before we continue the story about my extraction i just i've got two quick relevant stories um so the first of which is a situation or a time that I was in the same exact situation as Parker. Um, This was back in, this would have probably been 2017. And my dad, this was when my dad was in the hospital and me and my siblings, like we had all met up together. We'd spent some time at the hospital. Then we were all starving and we didn't want hospital food. Um, So we drove out to get dinner at a, I don't know if it's still there, old Chicago by the star Plaza. Yeah. Um, yeah i don't think it's there anymore shit's but... gone but we went out there and we didn't even go there because the food's good we just knew that they served that giant ass cookie in the platter thing the yeah. like skillet well, that's all we wanted so we all got like a little bit of food and then we just wanted the giant cookie um and i'm like definitely lactose intolerant but i still eat dairy um and so we have this we, we eat this giant cookie which my brother and i decidedly ate the majority of and we're on our way back to the hospital and i'm like already in gastrointestinal distress uh and we get we get to the back to the hospital and we're like kind of the waiting the waiting area and there's only two bathrooms there's like just two uh there's like a men's and a women's and the men's was in use by my brother so i go in the women's and i proceed to desecrate the very ground that that bathroom stood on uh it was frankly horrifying the things that the sounds that a human body can produce um i think i checked off most of them while i was in the bathroom and there's nobody else there so i thought it was totally fine and i opened the door ready to make a joke about like because I figured my brother would be sitting at the, out there and I was about to just bust out the door and be like, man, I almost shit my pants. Uh, <laughs> and I just opened the door and there's this horrified old woman standing, just waiting. And the first thing I could think of to say was, I wouldn't go in there. <laughs> 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 and she just like didn't know what to do with that. She just kind of stood there. But uh, well, my brother, she didn't go in there. My brother was like, "You could have just said sorry. Like, why did you have to make it haunting?" <laughs> uh, but the second is, uh, my partner and I recently drove 
to Florida. We did a, a road trip down to Florida and then back. And while we were coming back, we stopped at this gas station that was just like middle of nowhere. I think we were in Kentucky, Tennessee or Kentucky. Uh, the real like hilly area. Yeah, the same state. Essentially. It's the same thing. But we go into this place, and to give you an idea of what this gas station is like, uh, A, there's no parking lot. There's only gravel. Um, and when you walk inside, ahead of you is like your your general gas station essentials. And then you turn to your left, and there's this hallway that seems to have been built for the thinnest human being imaginable. I mean, it was like maybe... You're a pretty thin guy. I, I mean, yeah. it was thin for me. Like, it was maybe yeah. a three-foot hallway. So and it's, like, this... inaccessible for me. Yeah, and it seems to just go on forever. But in the midst of this hallway, there is a, a casino, a mini casino, filled with smoke uh, of people doing, like, the these the old, like, slot machine kind of things. Yeah. Um, because gambling in those areas is not legal, so it's just kind of these hidden little pockets. Um, I go to go to the restroom. Right, because it's been a long drive, and I I need to pee, and I open the door, and I just hear guttural, animalistic screaming from what sounds to be an old man, and I I thought to myself, you know what, I can wait, you know, <laughs> let's wait this one out, let's see what this guy's doing, and so I'm waiting outside the bathroom, and I'm waiting, and waiting, and waiting, and he's not coming out. And I'm like, did I just hear a man have a heart attack and say, you know what? He's fine. Like, <laughs> I'll just stand out here and wait. And now there's a line amassing behind me of people who think that I'm in line for the bathroom. And this one dad asks me, he's like, is it full in there? And I was like, oh, no, you can go ahead. As if, you know, I'm just hanging out outside the restroom for fun. Yeah, I like the scent. I like the aroma. That yeah, comes it's out like of it. I I really like the vibes. Good social vibes. Yeah, I know. like I like the faint smell of shit mixed with uh, toilet. Uh, the urinal Vomit cakes. And yeah, <laughs> the urinal cakes really top off the shit smell nicely, and that's my favorite part. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just sitting there huffing a fucking like urinal disc. Uh, but uh, so the dad's like, "Is it full?" And I was like, "No, no, no. Go ahead, go ahead." And as he opens the door, he hears the screaming. And now he does the sensible thing, which is to leave. <laughs> he was like, nope, I'm not dealing with that. I'm out of here. Um, and I was like, you know what? I really have to go. And we're really not trying to stop again before we get to Indiana. So I go in there and I go, I'm sitting in the stall. And it, this man, I don't know what was happening to him. It had to have been kidney stones or something like that. But he's just screaming, you know. And it was like on one level, it's like, yeah, man. I feel that like sometimes he just got to scream and I guess sometimes it's, a sometimes it's a pointy poop. I get it, bro. Yeah. It, if it's pointy, <laughs> you'll catch me screaming, you know? Uh, <laughs> so I finish out my business. I leave the restroom and I'm standing looking for snacks and I watched the guy come out of the bathroom and I know it was him. Cause there's only one other person in there and he looks like, I mean, he just looks like a cowboy, but also like 85 years old. And for lack of a better term, he just had the most shit eating grin on his face. So I don't know if he just thoroughly enjoyed whatever was happening in there or if he was just fucking with people and playing the long con, trying to make sure that he is, was the only one in that bathroom. You know? 
but like it's like a like a establishing dominance kind of thing. Yeah, it was <laughs> it was a very weird experience. I think uh, the day I I I'm alerted that I have a kidney stone is the day I take my own life. Same. I I, I just the thought of it like it's either you 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 perform like the the because they can there's like a procedure where they can like emit sound waves to break it up. Yeah, it's either you do that or I'm hanging from the rafters. Like you <laughs> they just, <laughs> they like, just put, I, I, I just refuse. They just put like the Bose noise canceling <laughs> headphones on your like bladder or on your kidneys and yeah. just fucking blast Metallica. Skrillex, yeah, yeah, like just the scary just monsters metal. and nice sprites. Oh just like metal, and they're just like yeah. Just when was the last fucking shredding. time you thought of that song, huh? <laughs> Probably like 2009. Like exactly. Yeah. I don't know where that came from. Uh, you go in and they're like, "Sir, we looked at your X-rays and your stomach is just full of pebbles." And you're like, "Yeah, I just <laughs> ate rocks. I thought that could balance it out." <laughs> what doc said, I needed more minerals in my diet. Yeah, motherfucker, there's <laughs> limestone everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> just spoonful for breakfast. Um, they don't call them fruity pebbles for nothing. Like. <laughs> You're like these ones weren't pretty though. Yeah, these were just pebbles. <laughs> these were just the pebbles <laughs> that they used to make the fruity pebbles. I like the bare essentials. So, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so we get to this Casey's. We get out. We get done at Casey's. We get in the car, and we start driving even further through a cornfield, and like like the cornfield was thick and deep and there was nothing it was dark all you can see is like in front of you and you drive and then all of a sudden the cases it opened up to the cases well when we're leaving the cases same thing you go back into this cornfield and there's nothing and then all of a sudden it opens up and it's like welcome to ball state and we were like oh shit okay we're here and then we drove around campus to find the one apartment that or the you know the dorm that Zach was staying in and you know, we yeah. pull up to the curb. Like we, like when I say this is my first time in Muncie, it was my first time. Like I didn't even get out of the car. Like we literally opened up the door and he threw a bag in. Like we pulled up to the curb. He opens the door, throws his bag in, gets in. And he's like, I'm starving. His first words out of his mouth. We're like, we're yeah. exhausted. We haven't like, we haven't seen anything but corn for probably a hundred miles and like then we finally get on 65 uh again a different route we didn't take that route out of there i don't think uh and then we uh we ended up stopping at an arby's i forgot it was arby's and i hate arby in my mind i thought we stopped at a wendy's but Arby's no, makes more sense. Because there was the curly fries. That's the yeah. only reason I remember. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And we kept being like, where's the meat? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dickheads, yeah. Like, but here, here's the thing is like I like we like Parker and I had been up working all day and then drove. So at this point we're like loopy. It's like one AM. Arby's is open. We're like, fuck yeah, where's the meats? There's the meats. We're getting the meats. And we got the meats. And then we were just. I was disappointed by the meats. I'm always disappointed by the meats because for a place that has their slogan to be, "Where's the meats?" 
they're like probably somewhere but like these are fake like this isn't real meats their slogan like, just... should their slogan should really be like where's the last possible thing on your fast food list like because nobody's <laughs> nobody's going out of their way to get arby's my mother will you know? well i take it back their slogan should be where does sandy danner want to eat yeah because I, I don't <laughs> understand why she eats it, it it's probably because even and you you, you might you might try, like laugh at this but i i I would rather eat at Long John Silver's oh, because my my grandparents love that place, so I kind of have like a sentimental thing with mm-hmm. it. It's horrible food; it's dog shit. Yeah, but I would still rather eat there than Arby's. Bro, I'm the same way. Like I grew up on Long John Long Silver's. John, it was yeah. it was weird. Like so, Long John Silver's is like terrible, but yeah. I loved it as a kid. Um, and I remember there was like when my dad, because my dad worked in Highland for a little while. And there was an Arby's like right across the street from the school he worked at. So pretty frequently we would get Arby's there. And I just remember we would go all the time. And every time we'd be like, this is really bad. And then we would just like go the next day to the same Arby's and be like, maybe this time's different, you know? That's how I feel every time I go to Burger King. Like oh, I'm like God. I was like, why haven't I been to Burger King in forever, dude? Those commercials look awesome. And then I'll get there and I'll be like, this is why I yeah. haven't been here in a while. <laughs> like, I, no, but I, in my defense, I got a nacho cheeseburger. Oh, which God. Is, I know, right? That's on me. I did that. To <laughs> I chose yeah. that path. See, and if I, I like, see as that, the kids say, I chose violence. That if, I, if I see yeah. that on any fast food menu, I'm turning around. Like, absolutely not it didn't even look good in the picture so i was like it's gotta look like that bro that is the that's the worst thing with fast food is like sometimes they're really good at convincing you to get something that you absolutely don't want or would never get anywhere else you're like yeah that's the move today yeah yeah no i feel like taco bell taco bell was the worst offender of that until they completely gentrified their fucking menu Bro, Taco Bell's the best fast food, and you cannot convince me otherwise. Okay, yeah, but what what happened to the fucking pizzazz that Taco Bell brought to the table, bro? That's just called capitalism, baby. Like it's called <laughs> fucking horseshit. Where's my jalapeno queso? Spot the uh, difference, buddy. Like Jala- they... my habanero quesarito, bro. Where's that said, shit? At? What the only thing that I want them to to bring back, and it's not a food product, and I realize it's not even something I could use. Because you can't even go inside a Taco Bell right now. I want them to bring back the '90s decor, like oh yeah, yeah, like yeah. the the one that was in front of like Central was like the yeah, last had it for one. a long time. Yeah, but... and it like looked like those cups that you would get in the yes. '90s, like those disposable cups, so like a dentist's office. Yeah, and it like or like the tracksuits you can buy. Yeah, like that are like yeah, I know Did exactly. You go what to the them. rock and roll McDonald's that was. Uh... It was like north on 41 uh, before Highland, but in Cherville, like across the street from like uh, Best Buy. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I, well, I, I haven't been in that place in probably, I know for a fact, over a century or about a century. Fuck, a decade. How old are you? I, I'm incorporeal. Parker is, like, is this a This is my third, this is my like third time. Parker Danner is not a man. He is an idea. <laughs> um but uh Parker, before we even started this, I was texting Jackson last night, uh just about because like I had listened to the last episode and I really enjoyed it. And we were talking about like you and I coming on. 
And Jackson was like, yeah, we just can't say anything too incriminating. And I was like, man, that's tricky with Parker because like his whole existence is incriminating. <laughs> I mean, I could. Do, do you want? Do you want? Do you want to share some stuff like that? Oh, <laughs> God, no. Yeah, let's not. We're yeah, keeping yeah, a professional here, only talking about shitting our pants for twenty minutes. <laughs> hey, man, I call that professional. Yeah, this is this is this is art. This is this is art to the bone, dude. This, this, is, this is, is my expression of my human ex- my human experience. Yeah, like if I had to pick one word to describe my human existence, it would be shit. Why not talk about it for twenty minutes? Yeah, all one word. <laughs> yeah, they're like, "Wow, how would you describe yourself in one word?" I'm like, "Shit, probably." That's, so can, that's can a I, good one. <laughs> can I bring up a question, to you two? I've been thinking about this for a while. No, both of you have stated. That you're lactose intolerant, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Why are you intolerant? This is 2021. I'm I'm gonna start a social movement against you people. I'm sick you of you people? people hating on lactose. Yeah, you people is kind of heavy words there. Buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, actually, whoa, whoa. it's a compliment that I'm referring to you as a person in the first place. <laughs> but oh I just God. can't believe that in 2021, in this age of acceptance, you all are still hating on lactose. That last what? phrase out of context is so severe. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm gonna, I'm gonna clip just that and release that. One make that your te- I want you to make that your text alert. Oh <laughs> my god! You're sitting at a you're uh, sitting at a fucking business meeting. <laughs> yeah, I'm like they're like, why should we sponsor your podcast? And then that goes off. Yeah, that, like, well, that's you why. get it. You get Man, it. I don't yeah. think we need to talk anymore about this. Good luck getting a food sponsor after this episode where we just shat on every fast food chain possible. No, we Yo. really complimented Taco Bell, I feel like. But that is true. That is true. They know the quality of their meat is low. They've come out and said it. They're like, yeah, it's yeah. like, you know how like you go and you buy grade A meat? They're like, well, we buy grade F meat. And that <laughs> is capitalism at its finest. Yeah, and they're like, but you're going to eat it. You're going to eat it regardless because you're drunk. Bro, right? Like that's the thing with Taco Bell that they've really nailed is that Taco Bell and like I have this on good authority because a good friend of mine has worked at a Taco Bell seems like since he was born. The dude just lives and breathes Taco Bell. Taco Bell literally uses the same like seven ingredients and that's it. Yeah, it's just all in different combinations. There's not there's nothing new. Sometimes they'll just make something that's the same thing that they had, you know, a year ago and just call it something else and it'll sell like crazy. They're it's like so it's shaped smart. different now. Like, yeah. They're like it's um, a quesadilla but it's missing a corner. A Crunchwrap Supreme, there 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 is some function to the form. Right. No, they're absolutely. like they're like they're like in for an extra because if you we'll just say you're just putting a tortilla <laughs> over a tostada i mean it's whatever but once you get the hexagonal m- movements in motion that's when that's when i start turning my eyes over to you Said, man there's some serious feng shui to this crunch wrap supreme <laughs> there really is because like i couldn't do that i couldn't fold like you got to probably take oh. an origami workshop yeah. in order to just make one they're like it's kind of like making a swan, but it's like three extra steps. Yeah, it's like, but instead of a swan, it's it's not a swan. It's a quen- it's a crunch wrap supreme. Yeah, and, it, the, and the middle is extra crunchy. They're, hence they're the crunch. They're easy to mix up, but they're actually quite different. <laughs> yeah, origami and crunch wrap supremes are like similar arts, but they're competing. Yeah, they, no, go, Jen- they go against the practices of each other. <laughs> 
Jackson, you know, you know what you need, you you know what company, what food sponsor you need to get for this? What? Omaha Steaks. <laughs> oh, I love me some Omaha Steaks. Hello, got, uh, Mr. I Omaha Steak, uh, you know, marketing guy. I will, uh, I'll meet you behind in a back alley and show you how much <laughs> I love Omaha Steaks for a sponsorship. <laughs> All right. Well, now it's the frozen that. meat that can't be beat. <laughs> Unless oh, you're me. Parker, Parker says, I'll show you my meat that can't be beat. <laughs> Motherfucker, we're just hitting. We're, we're on veteran difficulty now. <laughs> no recruit oh, for you. Oh, we're finding the humor in anything now at this point. We're just like, yeah, uh, definitely. Uh, this is, yeah, yeah, Omaha Steaks hit me up. This 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 episode so far has just been a glimpse for anybody into what the past like a decade of the three of our friendship has been. <laughs> uh, that's a scary glimpse, right? It's for also like, it's crazy to think that we've all been friends for around a decade. Too yeah. fucking long. Now Parker what and I more it? so. Yeah, e- yeah easily because it was like twenty. 20- what year is it? It's like 20... what, 2013 right now. <laughs> well, no, it would have. It would have been. I was thinking it was 2023, but I'm 23, so it's 20. <laughs> it's 2021. Um, no, Jack, you and I met in 2012, I think. For well, the first time we did Godspell. Yeah, but so... I think we probably met before that because of Clark. We probably met during. A uh what would it have been? It might oh it might have been a bowling alley thing, but we're actually no, I think it was Oliver because my sister was an Oliver. Yeah, it probably was Oliver. I just remember that was like the first time I met your dad, I thought he was blind. Oh my god, yeah. That's one of my favorite memories of all time. My dad used Uh, to do the stupidest shit just because he could get away with it. Well, and yeah, he had the cane, right? And he just walked into the room that I was in, and he didn't look like he could see well (laughs) because he was acting great. He's great at it, and he had a lot of practice probably. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he used to do that all the time. Yeah. And he walked in and it like I leaned into Zach and I was like, Is your dad blind? You gotta like tell me before I interact <laughs> with him and I start showing him things like <laughs> <laughs> Oh god, yeah. No, I remember because that was like after I think it was after opening night for Godspell. Yeah, uh, so that was Godspell. Because we were in like the middle room after and the then... show, and my dad comes walking in, and it wasn't even like the right kind of cane for him to be blind. It was like right. a $15 cane that he had bought at Walgreens. Yeah, it was a and different he, kind. He cane, comes but... in looking straight up at the ceiling, tapping his cane around. And I was like, all right. My mom just had this face, this look on her face of like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> but and, yeah. And then I think I met Parker. Like, I mean, I don't think I met Parker until like, I mean, I think we Freshman met like year. once or twice in middle school, like in passing yeah and then after that like when we were in high school your freshman year which would have been my sophomore year i think that's when we met like during like zombie prom and stuff which is actually funny because before we were close 
there was a uh, speaking of incriminating stories, there was a picture of me that was taken, <laughs> <laughs> and I was in a diaper, and I was in a grind line on a desk with some friends that we can't. I don't want to mention because one's a doctor now. And oh my god! Like, yeah, yeah. Man, so, that's, right. that's the crazy thing is like I wasn't even a part of that show, but I was still keyed into all that shit. Yeah, Brett's well, the doctor. Brett Balicki, the doctor, was in the <laughs> Make sure you need any, any anyone needs his uh, home address or anything. I got you. What a horrifying <laughs> thought, Brett being a doctor. Brett Balicki, MD. <laughs> yeah, he's actually a doctor, dentist, and but like he's a foot doctor and a dentist. So he's he really in people's feet and then yeah. their mouths. <laughs> I was about I thought to he make... had a doctor in ornithology. I was about to make that joke. I was like, he does it at the same time, though, which is kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, man, the cha- you all are the laughing. Chair... That's just efficiency. The chair is shaped in a V, so he can see both the teeth and the... he looks over your toes into your mouth. Weirdly enough, it's an upside down V. We tried to tell him that didn't make sense, but you know. he uses like one of those like uh, mechanic uh roller board things that he lays on and he slides under so you can tickle your feet and yeah <laughs> order medicine revoked his doctor license he just he just scoffed at them and said they were scared of progress and that's something i can i can commend for, for some reason he's just always covered in motor oil like he's yeah, he comes dude. he wears like a like a jumpsuit like he's working on cars Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, why are you yeah, hating he, on the working man? He, he wears a do he wears a do rag, and he just wears. Like, he's just like, on his Sigma male grind set, and you're just sitting here making fun of him. Uh, he's great. Honestly, uh, that's a bit much. But yeah, well, um, I mean, well, we've been talking for an hour and a half. Oh my god! Yeah. All right, we're probably gonna have to cut this into like two episodes. Why? Because these episodes are thirty. Are you minutes. too scared? <laughs> no. You scared to have a long episode? I'll have a long episode. I don't care. Nah, I'm just giving you shit. No, it was super fun though. Yeah, honestly, I had, a lot, I had a lot of fun doing this. Yeah, this was a lot of fun. This is like a cool trip down memory lane. Yeah, for right, sure. Well, speak for yourself, bud. <laughs> He's like, I had fun. It wasn't cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys so much for being on the Jackson Street podcast. Uh, yeah. If any, of thank the you, Omaha Steaks. <laughs> <laughs> for the meat that can't be beat yeah yeah fuck you arby's <laughs> just get those final talking points out. yeah yeah yeah. Uh, you know i always thought i should have went into marketing <laughs> yeah yeah well, honestly the meat that can't be beat like that would have been a great tagline for um, um, i'll say yeah true. You know, i'll send you my bank information you can just pay me for that one <laughs> Yeah, just yeah, you're like I'm on stakes, you can reach me at like <laughs> All right, well thank you guys again for being on the Jackson Street podcast. This has been fun. Uh if you want to follow, like, subscribe, uh please go and do that. The link is in the description as well as thank you guys again for being on. I had such a blast. Yeah, thanks for having us, man. It's when do I get my paycheck? Uh yeah, that'll be that should be in the mail like tomorrow. In the All mail, right. yeah, I mail things. Oh, did you want direct deposit? You didn't send me the information. Why don't you just I want Western <laughs> Union? Yeah, read off your bank account. I only take payments in Western Union transfers. 
All right. Well, I will talk to you guys later. I've never used Western Union in my life. <laughs> That's a good thing. Uh, all right. But all right. Well, thank you guys again. For sure. Thank you, man. Thank you. All right. Until next time, everyone. See ya. Thank you.